Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Certainly since I went off air at 10 o'clock yesterday, we have seen huge developments, obviously, in Afghanistan. Those absolutely horrific scenes that we have seen uh, outside Kabul airport, where it looks like there were two suicide bomb attacks and also a gun attack as well. Uh, that left now that figure of more than 90 dead. Uh, most of those being Afghans. It also includes actually some Taliban fighters who were there at the airport. Uh, but uh, 13 U. US soldiers were among those who were killed, 14 injured, uh, and of course, with the uh, huge numbers of Afghans who died, huge number more of casualties. Now, you may well have seen some of the videos doing the rounds on social media. I have to say, I very much don't appreciate people uh, sharing those images. We should be open and honest about the horrors of uh, these sorts of terror attacks, but uh, I think we should also be aware that uh, those people do actually have families, some of which are, are going to be seeing some of those videos uh, and perhaps learning of their loved ones uh, death in that in that way absolutely horrific we saw joe biden yesterday uh, defending the decision to pull out uh, saying the mission will go on um, let's have a quick listen uh, to what joe biden had to say to the american people to those who carried out this attack as well as anyone who wishes america harm know this we will not forgive we will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. Well, uh, that's what Joe Biden said in, a, in an otherwise a rather strange uh, press conference. Um, let's discuss all of that right now with uh, Benedict Spence, who's a Conservative commentator and joins us once again this week. Good morning to you, Benedict. Good morning, Julia. Um, I mean, just horrific watching those scenes. Of course, we'd had the warning for days that there was going to be a terror attack. They were they were very credible and lethal threat, they said, of a, of a terror attack. That terror attack came, uh, a bomb at the hotel where the uh, the British uh, uh, visa st- embassy staff and others were, were trying to process uh, papers for people to get out of the country. 
to travel by evacuation plane to the UK, uh, also outside the gates where the American GIs were based, uh, and of course a, a, a gunman apparently opening fire as well. And the whole yeah. thing utterly horrific and barbaric. Um, it's been claimed by ISIS-K, um, bizarrely condemned by the Taliban for an attack on civilians because Taliban liked... They like to choose which civilians that they gunned down indiscriminately, apparently. I mean, we are in mm. <clears throat> the strangest, strangest times when America is having to work with the Taliban to, against yeah. terror attacks. Well, tell me your thoughts on what happened yesterday. Well, I mean, the first thing that uh, struck me with the press conference yesterday was that uh, there was a rather sort of warped symmetry to it, which is, of course, the last time that an American president addressed the nation in such terms and threatened terrorists with vengeance. The United States invaded Afghanistan a few months later. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the fact that he was saying this whilst actually the evacuation mission was continuing, it sounded very sort of hollow. Uh, Actually, what on earth is the president really going to be able to do? especially against an organization, because, of course, this wasn't al-Qaeda. This was the Islamic State in Khorasan. And this is a you know, far more, I would suggest, elusive organization at the moment than al-Qaeda, partly for the fact that, as you point out, the Taliban condemned it because the con- Taliban isn't interested in giving it sucker. They are they consider them rivals, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting when they emptied the prisons uh, in Kabul. The only people that they executed were leading ISIS members, although very notably, they didn't uh, go after the people lower down. Uh, so you know, perhaps not quite as ruthless mm. as we like to think. But this is uh, this actually, you know, that's not to say, even though the Taliban condemned it, that's not to say that this is a bad thing for the Taliban per se, because as you say, this allows them to posit themselves to the Afghan people and the international community as laughably the moderate face of the yeah. future of Afghanistan. This allows them to say, well, look, you can have you know, chaos with uh, with al-Qaeda and you can have it with the Islamic State or you can actually back us and, you know, back us to stop these people from yeah. doing these attacks. And, you know, that's it's, that's the reality. The, now, the world has turned on it its too. head. I mean, again, again we know that this organization, ISIS-K, effectively the affiliate of, of, of ISIS, as there are around around many parts of the Middle East and Africa now, um, mm. uh, they, they consider the Taliban to be sort of, you know, liberal Democrats in terms of their moderation. <laughs> and this is, I mean, I mean, it is, I mean, it is laughable. I mean, you well, have yes, to they laugh. only uh, they uh, only make women wear the hijab, not the full burqa. That's yeah, well, not, that's, that's, that's what not they're off. That's what they're saying this week. Yes, indeed. Bearing in yeah. mind ISIS-K, I mean, this is not the most horrific attack uh, they've made. I mean, these an attack on people trying to flee the the, the country, mm. um, men, women, and children. I mean, we we saw them. I mean, if anyone who has had the misfortune of seeing some of that footage, it is absolutely horrific. Um, and um, uh, children who who've died in in this attack. But uh, bearing in mind that this is an organisation that has previously uh, bombed a girls' school uh, and also a maternity hospital. And I, I, <laughs> I mean, the depths of depravity. Mm. Uh, don't don't you know? There there is there is no circle of hell that is appropriate for these people. Let's be honest. Um, it was the deadliest day, as we said, for U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan um, in a decade. But of course, also the first U.S. service people to have died um, since February 2020, when uh, Donald Trump did that deal, that peace deal with the Taliban. And basically, the deal was the Taliban won't be attacking any you know U.S. and other Western forces um, in return for which they'll all get out. May the first have been the deadline. Uh, Joe Biden went for August the 31st, and so a lot of people were pointing out, well, look, you know, it was actually safe to stay in Afghanistan because. For, um, Western forces were not under attack anymore. Yeah. Well, they weren't because of this deal. And and the moment mm-hmm. they decided to stay an extra minute, hour, day, week, uh, they would be under attack. Um, um, the I think what's in, what's encouraging here is that both the Americans and the British are saying they will continue with their evacuations. Um, we know yeah. there are still thousands of people who need to get out.
about, including you know British civilians and American civilians. Um, and there was some concern the Americans sort of welding shut the gates that they were, you know, to the airport with it, which they were controlling, um, which is a real concern. The idea that nobody else is going to get out. Um, this, of course, after we've spoken to you know senior figures in the government this week on air who've been saying, look, you know, people are being advised to to you know to to flee to the Iranian or the Pakistan borders. But of course, mm -hmm. you, you're going to need your paperwork. Um, and yeah. if you carry, as, as Samir, the the uh, interpreter we spoke to yesterday, was saying, you know, if he carries his paperwork, he gets stopped by the Taliban. He you know be so executed because uh, he'd be able to be identified. Um, and we also know that actually on the Pakistan border, we are seeing scenes far worse than in Kabul uh, in terms of what's being reported because, uh, of course, so many people trying to flee in that route. But um, mm. we, we may well be seeing similar scenes of devastation coming there soon. Well, absolutely. People often forget that the Taliban is essentially a, a proxy force, you know, backed by many factions in Islamabad. So it makes a lot of sense that they'd have a lot of yeah. uh, influence at that part of the region, and that there'd be a lot less scrutiny, because it's not likely that Pakistani forces are going to do anything to stop the Taliban. Um, yeah. As for the suggestion that any Westerner go to Iran, uh, uh, I just that just the mind boggles, given what the Iranian authorities yeah. does to anybody that it can get its hands on and imprison and use as leverage as hostages. But that is is also, I'm afraid to say, that's part of the gamble I think a lot of Western nations that were making with the Taliban, which was that the Taliban realized that Westerners, especially British and Americans, were far more useful to them alive than dead, mm -hmm. essentially as political leverage like they use in Iran. But ISIS Khorasan has no, absolutely no truck with that. It, the only good Westerner is a dead Westerner to them. And, you know, that is the fear now that having pulled out of Afghanistan, we're not, no longer able to control the security situation. But actually, the Taliban, they're not experts on this. You know, they're not experts on anti-terror organizations or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the nature of an organization like ISIS is it's going to find it a lot easier to blend in in a country run by a group like the Taliban uh, than than in a in a country yeah. that's backed by Western forces. That's the nature of the situation, and that's what we've opened ourselves up to. Yeah, indeed. I mean, another very 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 uh, concerning development. Also, the American congressman uh, appeared on at a press conference yesterday, and were, they'd been given a briefing uh, by you know, Pentagon and other officials. And they revealed that the Americans have left for the <clears throat> Taliban, now in charge of the, the, the country of Afghanistan, the Taliban who've left $85 billion of US military hardware, including 75,000 vehicles, 600,000 small arms, 200 plus helicopters and planes. Afghanistan and the Taliban now control more Black Hawk helicopters than 85% um, of countries on this planet. Um, yeah. They also have night vision goggles and, and all of those. And also, crucially, and this is the absolutely heart-rendering bit, they've also been left the full data, bio details, biometric information, etc., of all Afghans, who have mm. helped the United States over the last 20 years. No wonder they're able to go door to door mm -hmm. and find these people. Now, this is absolutely, utterly harrowing. Now, so many veterans are horrified by this. Johnny Mercer, former Armed Forces Minister, uh, Minister for Veterans uh, in the government uh, and, and still an, an MP for the Conservative Party and former uh, serviceman himself, uh, he, he, he uh, was commenting on this, just saying, you know, this is just heartbreaking. But, I mean, we spoke to a number of uh, uh, Afghan interpreters, those who've worked and helped our forces over the last uh, 20 years, and, and two of them, thankfully, here in the UK, but still very worried about family members back at home. Uh, one who believes his brother has been executed, sort of effectively in his place uh, as a revenge to the 
family. Uh, but also, of course, the man we are calling Samir, we spoke to yesterday on the show, still in a safe house in Kabul with his uh, wife and daughter. I've had an email exchange with him. We did pass on all of his details uh, to uh, James Heapy, the Armed Forces Minister's office yesterday. And I also spoke to Ben Wallace, the Defence Secretary, about him as well. Um, they promised to try and help this man to get expert his papers and get him on a plane. This was, of course, before the bomb attack. So we are going to hope to get some sort of update today but we, we are we are certainly trying to do our best to, to help that man just get his rightful place on on one of those evacuation planes um but but this is absolutely devastating for these people isn't it i mean the, you know the taliban has basically got a database of everyone who they want to kill a database of everyone who they want to kill and the state-of-the-art means with which to kill them yeah. courtesy of the united states military uh, it's uh it would be funny if it wasn't so harrowing. It is yeah. the sort of incompetence that one does not expect on such a mass scale of such a large and well-funded organisation with such sort of high-level uh, sort of sets of mm. protocols. The fact that there are not heads already currently rolling in the US military, in the Biden administration, across the American civil service um, I mean, it well, exactly. is I mean, Joe Biden takes a lot of responsibility of... for this, as does as does Donald Trump. Donald Trump did the deal. Joe Biden could have gone back on the deal. I mean, he'd promised to get yeah. elected, you know, to 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 pull troops out. But he didn't have to do it this way. Um, and I've never understood that you don't announce a timetable. I mean, what they think people won't notice that everyone's starting to be evacuated. I mean, I've never understood this idea. It's all right. Everyone will just sneak, you know, you know, 100,000 people yeah. out without anyone noticing. I mean, really, it's not going to happen. Um, but um, but yeah. but I mean, the, you know, the, the, Joe Biden is not personally responsible for the military leaving this stuff behind. They could have been getting this stuff out. They've had the deadline for for a long time. They could have been getting this stuff out. They can get it in. They can get it out again. So I, I do I do think, yeah, this this falls on everyone's head. Um, do you think Joe Biden will survive this? I mean, the, the American people wanted him to get out. But when yeah. you're seeing U.S. servicemen being killed like this and the rich of humiliation and the, you know, the leaving of the these this military hardware and, and, and basically sacrificing those uh, allies who, who helped them. Do, do you think that he can survive this? Well, I have to be honest, I didn't think he'd last the full four years anyway. Um, and I do think that this, you know, he's not going to resign in the next couple of weeks, I yeah. don't think. But it will expedite the process of pushing him out of the door. The problem with that, of course, is Kamala Harris, being the savvy political operator that she is, has rode the coattails of everything she thought was good that the Biden administration has done. You notice it, actually, because the press enable it in, in America. Yeah. Everything that's good is always framed as the Biden-Harris administration. Yeah. When it's bad, it's just the Biden administration. And you know why that is, because she has one eye on the presidency and a lot of supporters of her in the press yeah. uh, believe that she will be president. The problem is she really nailed her colors to the mask when this was going well. Yeah. Now that it's going badly, she is nowhere to be seen. She's not talking to the press. She's doing all sorts of rally events, all sort of diplomatic events in other countries. Rather, unfortunately, she visited Saigon, of all places, this week. Um, didn't think through that optics. But ultimately, yeah. she will be the one that would inherit it. And she is just as tired with all of this because of her own foolishness of trying to get in on the act, yeah. as Joe Biden is. Benedict Spence, thank you very much indeed. Really good to have you joining us this morning. We're going to look at all the front pages. You can guess what's on, on those. Of course, we're also going to be talking more about COVID jabs for 12-year-olds. And the latest on the travel rules update. Oh, good. We're allowed to go to Canada. Trouble is, um, Canada won't let us in. 6.47 is the time. This is Talk Radio. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.